Hey yo, good people. Welcome back to another episode of My Good Place. This is your host as always Niraj and today we continue the last week's discussion women of Nepal the boss ladies. I hope you guys enjoyed the discussion. There were lot of different perspective, different uh material which should be very educational and also relevant in so many levels i i felt privilege privilege uh being part of the discussion amongst those ladies and uh they were sharing so much knowledge in that podcast i learned so much how i can be a better advocate myself being a heterosexual ma- male so this podcast is not just for women this is for everybody who wants equality who wants something better for everybody so hope the first episode the first part was great and you have come back for part 2 and if you're brand new to this podcast just tuning in this is the part 2 of the discussion and so if so if you could go back and listen to the first part and come back for this one that would be great because it will make more sense and uh this part is really like towards the conclusion of the whole discussion we had so we generally talk about how the ideal workplace look like for these ladies and uh, i hope you guys enjoy the discussion that i have for on this part so again without further ado the panelist for you is bipshika bandari sonika manandar shriya singh dakal namal limbu and the hybrid of moderator and the panelist akriti maharjan we are coming to a close i i know very fast so i and since this podcast is called my good place i'm going to kind of tie this uh, next question to uh my podcast so i want to ask uh everybody so what does your ideal uh nepali good place looks looks like and i'm this time i'm actually going to start with nama so nama if you want to take the this question and i'm going to jump to the other panelists Oh, I was hoping you would come last to me because I don't want to think. Um, ideal good place. So are we talking about physical place? Not Or, necessarily. Okay. So think, uh, I'm uh, create a good place oh, in your head where okay. it's a good place for you, a okay. good place for Nama. I think a good place for me, a Nepali good place is I can be. who i want to be without double guessing myself without thinking you know with expectations so i can be who i want to be without me doubting myself of what if what fear what judgment am i going to get so in that sense i think a good place for me is where there is no man made or social norms so cut that out if i am a if i identify myself as a woman and i want to wear blue and i want to play basketball and i can't cook so be it that's me why yeah so none of those social female gender roles any of that so if 
that is me that in place the whole world could just accept it and not be judgmental really but yeah that's my good place yeah lovely yeah thank you uh so i'm gonna come to bevshika next uh what does your ideal nepali good place look like for you mm -hmm. um earlier when you explained this question you said just close your eyes and visualize in your head what it looks like and i was like oh that's so sad for us to do we have to really you know create a make-believe world in our head for this so my ideal good place is where we don't have to do that like <laughs> when we don't have to imagine it and it actually is and we're living in that reality you know so yes i'll leave it at that, <laughs> that that's a proper mic drop <laughs> <laughs> That, that was amazing. All right, sure. I'm going to come to you next. Uh, what does your ideal good place look like? Um, to be very honest, like as much as I don't like a lot of things that, you know, like uh, that we have that exist in our society. I also believe that the, all of this shaped, like, you know, shaped me um, in a way like I don't like them. I don't like how gender roles are. I don't like how, you know, the general society is. But at the same time, these are, uh, um, this brought me opportunities like to really communicate with others, to understand others, uh, like to really be in that space where I can really like uh, try to understand others. So, you know, I, I want a lot of things to change in Nepal, definitely for women and for like other gender minorities. Uh, but uh, I like, I also like, uh, like uh, a lot of uh, how things are too. Um, like, uh, because I came to, to the US from Nepal, right? So things are so different. And uh, if I were to choose like, like, you know, there's so much of, uh, women movement and um, like you know for like in that space in the U.S. and U.S. is definitely ahead of uh, Nepal in so many things like that in terms of communications at least like you know people are talking uh, in Nepal it's not even ha like to that extent but at the end of the day I still like uh, I still like Nepal like a lot of things in Nepal better um, so I don't know like I don't really uh, uh, like. I don't really like to think of an ideal world uh, uh, like to exist uh, because one that is impossible, <laughs> like you know, to <laughs> to really have that ideal place uh, that is impossible. Uh, but uh, I would say uh, uh, the times when all of us are like you know growing in some ways, uh, definitely that is my. Uh, uh, I would say the um, Nepali good place, like where all of us are growing and all of us are like ready to learn new things and, you know, take up challenges uh, uh, in that sense. And um, yeah, I don't like how things definitely are, but I I don't know, like I have a mixed feeling about it. I don't like it. Uh, I But at the same time, like I don't entirely like want it to, um, like I want, there are things that I want to change, but you know, the, I don't know, like, I'm really confused with this answer myself. I don't know if I made myself clear. Uh, but yeah, that is pretty much about it. Sorry if I confused you all. No, no, that's okay. Uh, it, it was a rather vague and it's a hypothetical question too, you know. So you did great. Thank you. Uh, go. I'm sorry, I, I have to add to this because if I don't, 
I, I can't not add. That's why I'm adding to this. And and I, and I, and I want to say to Shreya, like, I, I do not want to overstep what she just said. And I do hear you. And I and I know what you're, you know, trying to say. And I, and I do hear you. But I do want to add that this is not a hypothetical question. You know, this cannot be just a hypothetical question. Like, you know, we're talking about our real world real lived experiences we're living in a society with so much violence on all levels and different women facing different sort of violences you know in personal spaces and political spaces and public uh, spaces so i don't think we can just say that you know um, i want some things to change i don't want certain things to change i i don't think we can say that because if when you say that I understand that you say it because some things have worked out for you. You know, that's why you're saying that, you know, because you've had this opportunity to go outside and you've enjoyed your privileges. And, and so have I, like, you know, because of my privileges, I was able to go to like universities and study and pursue education and have a family who really pushed for my education, you know, but I cannot say that uh, because it worked out for me. Now, you know, I don't want this thing to change. And I think this is the passivity that really keeps us behind. Uh, it really says, this is good for me and I don't care for the rest. You know, it's, it's, I know you're not trying to say that, but then it, it gives us that vibe. And if we are talking about feminism and if we're talking about, you know, this larger like inclusive movement of, and, and we're talking about what this space and what this world like should look like, I, I don't think we can say that you know some things change some things don't I, I i don't know i feel like there's there's a lot to change and i know i gave a very short answer and a witty i thought answer to your to the previous question but i do now like to add that like like no like you know an ideal world an ideal is like space and i wouldn't say even ideal what it should be what the real space you know um, should be is like for all of us to be empowered in our own skin in our own bodies for you know our voices and our needs to be represented in policies and in politics for us to get justice when you know we've faced and been in these injustice you know circumstances and 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 really not have to you know like like I said like earlier be this like fighter for everything like Akriti said earlier this is basic human rights you know and this is not ideal like this is really simply basic human rights like this is this is not an ideal world this is like a real world we're talking about uh so yeah no thank you alashra uh no i just wanted to say thank you thank you for like you know uh, saying that uh definitely like uh when questions like this come uh, i really I get really confused and I really don't know what to say. And that was my situation. I really agree with you uh, in that sense that, you know, a lot of times we uh, like um, I and everybody like who has had enjoyed those privileges come from that space itself. Right. Uh, um, and um, like a lot of times it really does take uh, your privileges to be taken away from you to really realize, you know, uh, um, like what, what what do you really like the change you want to see and um i definitely agree with you and thank you for reminding me of that uh once again because uh um like um um 
like I always say this, uh, like as a as someone who's like brought up in a Brahmin family and from a like really you know uh, humble socioeconomic background, a lot of times uh, I don't. I, I don't really see, you know, the needs to change a lot of things, uh, and um, and uh, like you only um, like a lot of times it's very basic human nature, right? You only see the need to change something uh, when uh, things don't work in your favor or something like when you are in that uh, marginalized community in some way. And um, yes, so thank you for reminding me of that. It's just that questions like this is like when you put me in a um, situation in a spot where you talk about ideal society or something, I don't really have anything to say because I don't uh, like as much as I want uh, things to change for good and for us to be able to be in that point of a, you know, where the society is ideal, everybody has that equal right to lead and all of that. Uh, I still like, um, think that there's so like there's such a long way we need to uh, cover uh, like such a long path that we need to take uh, I just don't like to think about it and I tend to like you know brush these questions off but uh, thank you for putting that out there because it is important and uh, and it's a good reminder yeah no thank you like Shreya, again like for being so honest and like listening to me as well and, you know, and it does, you're rightly saying that it comes from our privileges and that is what we have to check. That is what we have to act on as well. Um, and this is basically what, you know, the conversation, the debate on um, affirmation action quota system is, is all about, you know, the fight we, the debate is always like, um, uh, 33% see they could uh, and you know, you have 33% seats in the, in the House of Parliaments, you've had enough, this is for women, but it's not always like rep representative at all. And uh, it's, it's very tokenistic as well. And with things like affirmation action, it's like when we enjoy that privilege, you know, like you also went to America, you know, I also went um, to universities abroad and went on scholarships and had that opportunity to learn. But it was also because of my privileges that I got this opportunity. And I cannot say because it worked out for me, like I do not want somebody else to also benefit, you know, from the same. Um, so, you know, the debate with affirmation action is just that that if it works out for you it's great if it doesn't work out for like somebody else and if it is working more for somebody else that's when we say you know oh that's a bit problematic but th these are the conversations that we should be happy we should uh, you know happen like in public spaces as well we should have among ourselves as well in our families as well and really unlearn um where these biases are coming from and if we um, and going back to my earlier answer is that it really has to seep into our everyday actions. You know, it, it, it has to, you know, like Neeraj was saying earlier, it has to start from home, and, but it also has to lead, you know, to a larger political conversation, representation, uh, voice, leadership, etc. cetera. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much again for being so honest and listening as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so I'm going to quickly come to Sonika. 
and pose the same question and take it wherever you want to take it. Take that with what's your ideal good place, uh, Nepali good place look like for you? Um, well, l listening to um, the discussion or, or uh, uh, I'm, I'm losing the names here, sorry about that. But uh, Shriya and Vipshika, you, you touched upon um, uh, I mean, you worded it very beautifully earlier that, uh, I mean, today we are talking about Nepali women, but definitely we are not the representation of the whole Nepali women, right? Um, again, going back to the talk of privileges and quota systems and stuff like that, I think um, uh, I envision, uh, I mean, for me, the good place, place would be uh, the place where women or any human being um, really, you know, they, they don't see the limitation to realize their true potential, right? Um, and I think, uh, you know, for that, uh, I mean, if you say in Nepali, uh, so everything just comes down to finance. Okay? And I think uh, someone to always feel restricted uh, about, oh, if I don't follow the social norm or if I don't really, uh, you know, uh, follow these cultural norms, then I have no security. I mean, I have nowhere to go. And that's really, really scary um, to think about, right? If I, if I don't rely on my husband or not just husband, right? I mean, if I don't have finance to uh, be independent or, or do uh, whatever the business I like or whatever, whatever the place I want to go, then that's, that's that um, thought. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's really, really scary. And that's something really keeps you from realizing your own potential. I mean, um, again, going back to Koda system, I mean, in the micros, I, I use public transportation in Kathmandu and there's a female <laughs> seat Koda system, right? But then I, I'm seated in the other seat, um, but the conductor or other other men are like, there's your seat, go sit there. <laughs> so I know, you know, I, I don't need to sit, sit there. I mean, uh, just because I'm female, I, I, that's not just the seat that I have, right? I mean, that's a very, very basic example that I'm giving. And uh, basically what I'm trying to say if, is that if there's a quota for female, but then if I'm competitive enough, uh, I know my capability, I will compete as a whole. Right, so that that's something that I could realize. I mean, that that's the potential that I could realize, and I envision that all the females, all everyone, uh, have that freedom uh, to really realize what they can do, where they can reach. And I think that really comes down to having the financial freedom. If you have that, then you know you can. I mean, the sky is the limit, or or the space is the limit. <laughs> to to say that, yeah. So that's that's something I want to add. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna talk about this tokenism and this representation because, so I've heard somewhere, this is definitely not my idea. Uh, our parliament or our representative should represent how our society is. And in the country where we, our female or uh, women po population is, I think 52 to 55% and we're only given 33%, that's fucked up, ain't it? So uh, th that doesn't make sense. And also uh, this, is a, this is a different discussion, but like uh, we have this caste uh, system in Nepal and which is more fucked up on its own. So 
Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> but uh, all I wanted to say is whatever we do, we should strive to represent the society that we come from and uh, try to be inclusive and uh, be more equitable, try to create this equitable uh, society. So uh, last but not the least, uh, I have, oh, I, I'm gonna quickly go to Bipshika and then come to Akriti uh, for her ideal good place, Bipshika. Sorry, again, just had another comment that, you know, you said that we should try to be representative of the society, but that's the thing, we can't, we can't represent everybody and we shouldn't even try to say that we represent, you know, everybody because all our lived experiences are different. How we see the world is different. You know, I cannot be the voice for Sonika, you know, because her experiences are different, but I'm not saying that only Sonika should be like speaking. If she doesn't speak, then she deserves to face injustice. I'm not trying to say that either, um, you know, but then Sonika will and should represent like herself for sure. Uh, people in uh, who relate to what Sonika is saying will also, you know, be in that space to do that. But, you know, I, as this like urban Nepali woman cannot say I represent somebody from a very rural like uh, uh, Nepal, you know, because my idea of that reality is very different and I will never be able to understand that. And because I've not lived through that, you know, so let us, try you know although you are in this larger like feminist movement inclusive movement like you're still just representing a partial reality and just a partial like you know group of like realities and lived experiences i think we should just be also aware about that and uh, yeah totally and i just want to pick up what Akriti earlier said, our experiences experiences are not monolith. So yeah, I totally resonate with that. Having said that, and as having said Akriti's name, I'm gonna come to Akriti. Akriti, what does your ideal Nepali good place look like? Hmm, that's a really great question. I think personally, if I didn't have to worry about being Nepali, Oh, sorry, if I didn't have to worry about being a woman in a immigrant household and I had to just worry about being the oldest child of an immigrant, that would be great. I, you know, what I hope for myself and my daughter in the future to have is not being sexualized for the body that she's living in, not being discriminated or um, discriminated for the spaces that she wants to be, whoever she wants to be, whoever she wants to be with, um, being equitable in 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 the spaces that she is, whether that be in finance, you know, financially, however she wants to be. So for me, I always think about, you know, I'm living the way I am living. How do I want my future daughter to live? And if I don't have a future daughter, I'm adopting one because I want a daughter. I don't care. Um, and I think in the society, what I hope to have is, you know, I, I want women to be able to have a space in that conference room. But what I hope that we eventually get to do is set term dates on these representative 
in Congress or whatever it might be, because older men representing the fact that I can and cannot have abortion, I don't know. Can you really represent me? Can you really talk about my ideology or whatever I think? Because you're in that, you've been in that mindset and you grew up in that mindset. So how can you represent me? No matter how much you talk about being an ally, because you haven't lived in this body. So for me, I really hope that we have term dates set on these public servants because they don't represent the, the, the current society because they haven't been raised in that. Um, so for me, my ideal society, I'm trying to look at it from the lens of my future daughter is being able to, you know, and I hope that I also check myself every single time whenever I'm trying to put that gender norm on her. So I really hope that the mothers that are growing up now, you know, take, put that cultural um, and the sense of Nepali Ipan in our daughter, but bring the ideology of like, how I want you to be treated in the community and treat them that way and hold ourselves accountable to be able to treat our daughter that way. So for me, it's really, you know, I, I really hope that the ideal society for my daughter is something very different from mine. And I hope that's not just personally, but also in, in the diaspora of the world that she sees the same representation she has at home to the outside world as well, or she's strong enough to stand up and say, my mother and my father did not teach me this, so you can't treat me like shit either. Because if you do, I know that I need to stand up for myself. I know that I can't. I know I have the power to. And I really hope to give that confidence that I didn't have. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Akriti. And uh, so, like I was saying, we're coming towards the uh, end of this episode. And um, this has been very productive, very enlightening in so many sense uh, discussion. So I want to actually go around and uh, do like a final closing statement from everybody. And if you have any final things to add, say any, any word of appreciation to other panelists or anything in general, or to the audience, whoever is listening, if you want to say anything, I'm going to start with Bipshika and then go around. Um, uh, thank you again, like everyone for um, coming together and having this conversation and this space. I really appreciate this. Um, I, my final words, I, I guess just echoing from our conversation today is that um, because how our, you know, lived realities are so different and so diverse, um, you know, even though we are part of this larger inclusive movement, we should always be aware about who is in the room and who is not in the room and whose voices we are representing or whose voices are being represented and whose voices are not. Um, I think this is, this will definitely take um, us and the feminist movement also forward. Um, and I'm also like more than happy to engage in further conversations and discussions um, about this and also to organize. Um, I know like all of us work in different 
spaces and I guess it would have been nice to talk more about uh, the particular work as well uh, from all the boss women that were here. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, I would love to connect with everybody as well and um, always happy to engage in further conversation. So thank you again. Thank you, definitely connect. And Bipshika, uh, if you wanna share where people can find you, if your message resonates with the audience, where they can find you or yeah, if you wanna share anything. Um, so I am available on LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Bivishika Bandari, and I would um, love to engage in any conversations um, and also talk about um, how to be part of their engagements um, as well. And definitely we'll connect to all the speakers after this. Thank you, Bivishika. Shriya, I'm going to come to you next. Uh, if you want to do any closing statement and tell us where we can or, or where people can find you, that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. Neeraj, uh, first off, thank you for inviting me to this panel. Uh, it was a great start to my morning. Uh, a lot of things to learn uh, from each of these ladies. And um, yeah, like uh, I would say uh, we discussed a lot about like, you know, um, um women and how like you know situations for women are how uh, like how we want things to change and um like you know conversations surrounding that and uh, definitely my major takeaway would be um uh, things are changing we need to really like um um amplify these voices and really uh, increase the like, you know, the amount of conversations that we are having uh, surrounding women and uh, women of Nepal and their rights and uh, um, the opportunities that they get in general. And um, uh, uh, so that was really uh, like, it was a really good, um, like good amount of uh, information that, you know, that we shared today. And uh, I hope uh, like whoever is listening to this podcast would, uh, uh, like you know, get, like have gotten an opportunity to learn uh, um, more about Nepali women from Nepali women themselves, uh, because uh, our our narratives, like uh, like we discussed uh, earlier today, too, right? You know, our, we our experiences are so diverse, and um, our narratives, uh, like uh, to be very honest, our narratives uh, that exist aren't always true like you know we uh we aren't always how we are portrayed uh in the media or in the society and uh we are women like you know uh we have uh our, like we have our own experiences our own individuality that we want uh um like the society to acknowledge and um you know um like let us be who we are so you know like the, I just hope people, whoever is listening to this, would uh, take this away that you know, uh, let everybody be who they like, who they want to be, and uh, uh, that is something that uh, I am definitely taking away. Like you know, a lot of times uh, we are um, we are conditioned to believe so many things about ourselves and others, uh, and a lot of times uh, 
in our subconscious we also like try to be that barrier for others to like we want you know we don't want others to like impose their ideologies and their beliefs in us but we also tend to do that to others a lot of times because we are conditioned to you know um uh function that way and uh uh, like that was my takeaway, uh, and I hope uh, like the audience would also like you know give it a thought on that. And sure, yeah. do you want to share where people can find you? Yeah, LinkedIn, definitely LinkedIn. My name on LinkedIn is Shriya Singh Dhakal, and uh, yeah, I believe I have my middle name there. But <laughs> yeah, like even if you search Shriya Dhakal, I think you should be able to find me. Thank you, Shriya. Nama, I'm going to come to you. Any closing statement and where people can find you? Um, first, of, Yeah, first of all, I think the conversation has been amazing. Like, it was so nice to hear women who I would probably never meet in real life and never had the opportunity to speak to you guys because we're all all over the world, like four time zones, like, like you said. Uh, but it's great to see that we're all headed to a similar kind of similar goalposts or uh, end goal but we have our own different pathways you know not we we're not we're not all going to walk the same pathway we we you know some of us will have um some humps harder um difficult journeys in the beginning and middle but it's nice to see everyone has their own pathway and we can kind of resonate and kind of be like oh similarities in that um but we're all very different human beings and that 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 is what makes us human and interesting right um but yeah it's not it's nice like as i said in the beginning growing up didn't really see a lot of boss nepali women you know being in the uk seeing you guys it's just like it's so empowering it's just like oh yes there's it's not just me that speaks out there's loads of other people and yeah it's just nice it's nice seeing nepali woman eru speak up and do amazing things that you guys are doing in your own field but also understand that there is a social problem in our culture and our society as much as our society and culture is amazing and beautiful there are some dark spots which we need to put some light in and i love to see that we are doing that and i mean i don't know ages but we you know all of us are doing that in our own way and i love to see it and um you guys can find me i'm not on linkedin shocking i don't know why i'm not on linkedin um uh, you guys can find me on instagram on hammer insight uh that's where i do all my social kind of talks about um how i challenge our nepali culture but yeah thank you so much for having me Niraj, and okay thank you for hosting this um but yeah hopefully we can get to the good place hopefully <laughs> yeah and this can't be the end yeah you know like we're gonna do more of this because more we talk more we bring these things into focus and then then we can start heading to a resolution hopefully so saying that uh sonica what is your takeaway closing statement and where people can find you? Uh, first of all, I mean, thank you. I really uh, thoroughly enjoyed the overall discussion. And um, Shriya is starting uh, her morning with, with good energy. I'll be ending my day uh, with good energy. So that's, uh, that's good. <laughs> thank you for that. Um, yeah, I think my takeaway uh, would be you know, whatever the, the discussion we had or the whatever, uh, wh whatever the activism that's going on, um, uh, let's keep talking about it uh, until and unless, um, you know, something changes, right? And 
uh, I really loved, uh, I forgot who mentioned about this term, but performative activism. I think Vivishika and also Akriti mentioned about it. I really loved it. I think um, I see Lot have lot lot of things happening. I mean, it's it's very superficial and it's just talking, 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 right? And and uh, personally, I'm an action oriented person, so my technical mind just works like flowcharts, right? So you do that, you do this, do that, and then you reach that output. So without output, I I really don't trust or I I really don't work towards that. So. Um, don't do things just for the sake of it. I think. Um, how do you say like the cavity roof man? Don't don't do it. I mean, always have uh, you originally matako uh, ankayiriko. So always have that uh, eye on your goal and work towards it. And uh, and again, do whatever you can. I'm not saying just move the largest rock in the world, right? Just do whatever you can from where you are at. And no matter however small that could be, but then. The droplet <laughs> again going back to the things that we discussed right if you can be a single droplet a droplet then it, it can make ocean so just contribute like that don't think that problems are big problems are just not big if you work towards it so that's that's my um takeaway from the overall discussion and um i uh, i'm mostly active on instagram um but uh, my full name, uh, full name, Sonika Mananda, you can find me everywhere. I mean, I'm, I'm the same uh, everywhere. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, Lo uh, love to connect. <laughs> Thank you, Sonika. I see Bibshika has a follow-up. I just, I just wanted to say, not just how Arjun was eyeing the eye of the fish, but how Sonika is actually uh, looking at financing women, like being focused like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. And last but definitely not the least, uh, Akriti, uh, who woke up at 5.30 a.m. in the morning to be here. <laughs> I, I appreciate all of you and Akriti mainly. Like, Thank you. And yeah, take it away. Uh, any closing statement and where people can find you if they want to connect with you. So um, I have to keep changing, I'm sorry, yeah, this is my house. Um, so well, I think one of my biggest takeaway from our conversation is that we have some Nepali big bosses that are doing some amazing things. So just really happy to be in the space with all of you and talking about Nepali women and um, just women in general. I think uh, like everyone's saying, you know, if one thing I have to the audience is that don't be shy in what you believe. Stand up for that and stand up for the rights that you feel like people should have. So whatever you can do in that little space that you have, the little, you know, people always think, oh, I don't have that many followers. But like everyone is always saying that if you make difference in one person's life, you're kind of set for your whole life, right? So um, yeah, for me, it's really about making a difference in one person's life. And then I think I'm good. And I think I have made my accomplishment. And that's my droplet in the ocean. So I think my takeaway is that is just keeping that droplet um, no matter where I go. And to connect with me, um, you can do it in several spaces. Uh, LinkedIn, Akriti Maharjan. Uh, in Instagram, it's I-M-E-A-K-U. Um, or even 
connect with us in Clubhouse. I think we have all these conversations all all the time, all the freaking time. Um, and I think it's just important to just be connected and just keep talking. So uh, thank you again, Nidas, for uh, giving me a wake up call <laughs> at 5.30 and just being so proactive about this. And thank you all ladies for just joining. Um, I always love having strong women around me, someone that will debate me, agree with me or um, question me because I think that's how we grow and that's how our mindset grows. So just love the fact that I got to meet you guys or e-meet you guys, even if it's via Zoom, but just having you in the spaces that I'm in um, helps me grow too. So thank you all. Yeah, thank you, Agudi. And uh, you brought up a good point that uh, getting getting in, in these uh, discussion and uh, getting into debates and having these conversation is so important because uh, first off, like I said, to grow and also we grow because uh, we've, we, we only see the picture from our lenses and if somebody comes in and gives another perspective, sit down and try to see things from their perspective, you know, because the concept of growing is constantly challenging yourself, your perspective and your, what you do. So having said that, I want to thank all of the ladies here and uh, thank you for, thank you for giving me your time and uh, talking about this. And I, I might change the title of the, the episode. I might change it to boss ladies of Nepal because the, the word boss deservedly so has been thrown out thrown around and I yeah I might just do that hey good people this brings to the end of the discussion we had on women of Nepal the boss ladies and I'm sure you can figure out why the title changed from uh, women of Nepal what was is and will be to women of Nepal, the boss ladies, because these ladies are the boss. How great were they? How I genuinely felt honored to be between those ladies and having this discussion. So I want to thank the panelists for sharing their perspective, experiences, their opinions in having this discussion. This was just an amazing discussion I think so if you guys enjoyed the discussion feel free to reach out to the panelists or me give them feedback um, give them kudos because they they deserve it and also one quick thing this is the last podcast or last episode for a minute because I am taking a break because there is a lot of life change happening um, in my personal life obviously so I will come back with more content more discussions just stay tuned I don't know when that will be but after those changes happen and after I get settled in the new environment I will definitely resume these discussion because these discussion need to happen in it will happen more and often okay i hope you guys enjoyed the discussion again follow me on social media at my good place pod to 
be posted to know when the new podcast is coming in and if you want to be part of the discussion also dm me at my good place pod i'm on twitter or instagram or if you prefer emailing uh, my email is mygoodplace.pod at gmail.com and until next time everybody stay safe stay healthy love one another love one another and take care